Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our day with you on this hot L.A. day. Uh, you can listen to us in many ways. However, you're listening now, you can catch us on WSRadio.com. Check that out. Get all the information there. You can find us if you want to get us in the archives and in the download, which goes for years if you're looking for something to do on a busy or not busy just, weekend. Just search a topic and you'll find yeah, something you'll, you'll be interested in because it's all registered on the WS Radio website by topic. It is. Also, you can get us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and multiple other ways. And thanks to Wade, our Twitter producer, you I'm not Wade, Kurt, our Twitter producer, you can catch us on Twitter at How, Why, When. Just take a look. I'm looking at it now. I see my picture. There's no DARPA this week. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, it's at Marsha Collier, which is my account, and please hashtag Tech Radio. Got to say hello to Uncle Bill. Hi, Uncle, hey, Uncle Bill, Bill in New York. How you doing? Jim Katzman, how are you? Good to see everybody out there. If you have a question or a funny comment or something, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, Jeffrey Barnes. Ah, I see Jeffrey's here with us. Oh, is uh, Jeffrey here? Jeffrey, Jeffrey oh, sad story. Oh, I don't uh-oh. see Jeffrey Barnes, but I have to tell you, I hope Jeffrey doesn't mind. He mentioned this on social media. Okay. He was with GameStop for 20 years. Yeah. And he was th- 25 years. And he was this close to retiring. Yeah. Guess what? They laid him off. So if anybody is looking for a brilliant IT guy with 25 years of brilliant experience and a dedicated human being, go find Jeffrey Barnes on Twitter and offer him a job because he rocks. Yes, that is terrible. And that's what these big companies do. 25 years? 25 years? You know what? I've had two people, uh, one a couple of years ago, who was an executive at Nestle's who worked there for 35 years, and they decided, you know what? We're paying these people too much money. Let's get rid of the people that actually know something and replace them with 12-year-olds. And then just a week ago, that happened to a very dear friend of mine at Disney who had been up there for 30-plus years. Really? Yeah, that stuff goes on. They just don't want to pay the benefits, and they don't want to pay, you know, whatever the costs are of uh, employing people who have been there for a long time. So uh, we wish you luck, Jeffrey, and hopefully, as Marsha says, let's uh, find some really great job for uh, Jeffrey Barnes. Yeah, I can't find Jeffrey Barnes' tweet, but uh, what's what's his user ID on Twitter? Uh, well, it's, let's see, at Aztec Consulting. Aztec Consulting, there you go. And he's a great guy, and Jeffrey, I yeah, hope you is. don't mind my telling your story. Yeah, because you're and awesome. And if you do, it's too late to do anything about it. So, um, all right. He so says this week, he's taking a sat- sabbatical and thinking about his future. There you go. Uh, so this week, let's see. I'm excited. Tomorrow, I am going to the Dodgers Yankees game, which is Woo-hoo. as classic a baseball as you can get. The Yankees crushed us last night. Uh, just a fluke, I'm sure. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. And what about you and your week? Um, we are going to, uh, Kurt and I are going to jet out right after Ooh, the show. We're going two. over to Sony, to Sony studio. Um, there we're going with Ibo. We're packing up Ibo in a giant mm-hmm. Ikea bag. Yeah. There's <laughs> ventilation not, in that bag, isn't I mean, you do have ventilation. Uh, of course. Yes. It's got yeah, an open okay. top okay, and good. we're right. taking, they're having a play date. For Los Angeles Ibo robots. Oh God! Okay. Yeah, I have no idea what, oh, what's going to happen. 
Wow, that's a little crazy. Okay. There will be video. Can can you keep Ibo in a hot car? I mean, is that? Well, we won't uh, leave Ibo in a car. So all right. we'll okay, just have the car Ibo with us and, you know. Okay. All <laughs> right. Ads. So you found yeah you found a story that that when you're done with story I have an add-on to the story which is very interesting. So go ahead. You you found DoorDash. This has been very controversial. That was you your find? story, honey. Oh, that was mine. Oh, never mind. That was my story. Then I'll tell it. Okay. Um, <laughs> apparently, DoorDash has been keeping their delivery workers tips. Bad, bad DoorDash. So when you tip someone and you think you're giving it to the delivery person, they have been keeping the tips for themselves. Uh, They announced the specifics of how it's changing its tipping policy for delivery workers. Now the workers will get all the tips customers uh, add, the tips the customers add to their bill, and they will actually receive that. And then they said, well, we thought that's the way our customers wanted it. Wait, what? What customer in the history of the planet, unless you happen to have been a shareholder of the company, is going to say, no, big corporate company, you keep the person's tip who is working for $8 an hour? Uh, well, you know, what? What, we, what we always do here, we have a box of small bottles of water by the front mm-hmm. door, and yep. everybody who delivers here gets a bottle of water. Cool. Is it just sitting everybody. out in case I need water? Can I go to uh, by no, your house? It's in, the, it's in the house, so it'll stay cool, and we have ah, it on the table, you know, on that the table sense. next to the door, and they deliver, and if they hang around long enough, and sometimes we run out and shout to them, and they come back and say, thanks. Oh, thanks for the water. Because, I mean, in this weather... Yeah, it's pretty damn hot out. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I uh, I don't use delivery services. Most of the places locally we have deliver, and I tip the guy, you know, who or the woman whoever comes over and delivers. So I haven't really had to use DoorDash or Postmates. But I got an email from Postmates saying thirty bucks off on your next order or something, which is pretty yeah. substantial, or twenty, whatever it was. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a shot, right? So I yeah. ordered the thing and I uh, look at the bill. And I see that there was a delivery chart for five ninety nine, which I was aware of, and another five dollar service fee. And, right <laughs> now, you know, a lot of people don't look at their bills, but since I'd never done this before, I thought I'm going to look at this and see what it is. So I call them up, and the woman says, "Oh, you weren't supposed to be charged that. That's only for deliveries from companies that we don't quote partner with." And I went, "Uh huh." So they reversed it, and you know they took the fee off. Yeah, well, P.S., meant, if you hadn't looked and called up, you'd still have been stuck for the five bucks. Yes, which brings in my son, who orders from DoorDash. He actually is a neighbor of mine, 900 times a year. So he got the, the I think it's a $99 a year free delivery thing. And I said to him, have you ever looked at your bill? You know, there's a service charge. He goes, huh? So he looks at the bill, and on a bunch, now some of them were non-partner things, but on the they charge this on every bill he had whether they were partners or not and it was as much as twenty dollars it's based on the price <gasps> of the food you order oh, dear God. not on the you know not on a flat fee of five dollars so right. on one where it was a hundred dollars i think it was 20 bucks for the service charge so i told him to call them and look into it he probably spent hundreds maybe more in these bogus delivery charges that you're not or what they call service okay. charges and and i love your son and he's a nice guy and i know he works out at the gym right oh he works out at home now but yeah he used to work out yeah, yeah, he, he yeah sometimes out. he does yeah, yeah. He works yeah he does oh yeah, so, yeah yeah but the point is you need if you want food 
you need to be able to get off your butt and go get it. It's just <laughs> well, they deliver and, my and food too, so I can't, you know. But yeah. well, that's what our our mantra is over here. We we don't use door. The only thing we use still is Dominoes. But you so, know, we so you talk feel like about it. My well, daughter. So you feel like you're working it off. You're working off the calories well, yeah. by going out together. Yeah, you're oh. moving. Yeah, you're moving. I get it. You're not just sitting on the sofa. Yeah, no, I I think that certainly makes sense and uh, interesting. And paying so if you someone have... extra for it. And, yeah, but well... the thing is, we know so many people who really can't afford to use DoorDash that use it all the time. Oh and, yeah, and it's just, I mean, it is a budget disaster. Yeah, it's it's, it's really going to kill yeah. your budget. And Six bucks every time you deliver. Yeah. And they're getting rich off you're getting fat cells on your butt. <laughs> which then they must own the gyms because it forces people right. to go to the gym. So there's probably right. a connection there somewhere. Um, okay, so Tesla, this is a, a, a when I say we great video. We have so much Tesla mess yeah. going well, on today. <laughs> all right, so this one shows a Tesla Model S stolen in 30 seconds using a keyless hack. And thanks to whatever video, you know, security camera these people were using, uh, they captured the whole thing. And I tweeted the video at 1028 this morning. So if you want to go look, this is August 24th, 1028 this morning at Marsha Collier. The video is in the link. Yeah, you got to look at this. Apparently, there's a thing called a key fob relay attack. Requires two people. I was amazed. Yeah, isn't this crazy? First person stands near the vehicle with a device awaiting the key fob signal. The second one approaches the house with another device picking up the signal from the key fob inside your house. Once the signal is relayed from one device to the other, the vehicle is unlocked and off they yeah, go and, with your and car. And I was wondering, I saw the video and I saw this guy, you know, he's pointing a wire at the house. And I'm thinking, what right. the heck is he doing? Yep. But, yep. Yep, 30 seconds. They stole that Tesla so fast. Now, I would assume that would be all of the Tesla cars. Oh, I would expect. I, yeah, I'm sure it Wouldn't does, you? unless they've unless they've somehow fixed this kind of hack. But, you know, you right. see those kind of devi- devices on TV all the time, but you don't think they're ever real. You know, the person comes with a little handheld computer in 30 seconds that are in their car. Well, yeah. now it works. Now it works. So that's scary stuff. Another reason not to buy Tesla. I guess, Another so. reason. Well, we we got a whole bunch of Elon Musk stuff. Yeah, you got other stuff. You want to talk about that now? The the rest of it, or no? Or well, you want to uh, talk about the uh, Apple card? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have something on it too for you. So. Yeah. I mean, I, all right. So I decided. My son convinced me. I decided to get the Apple card just for fun. You know, it's free. Uh, it is certainly not the best card you can get from a standpoint of points and things like that. The way the Apple card works is that it gives you 1% if they don't take Apple Pay in cash, in actual cash back like the next day, 2% if you get Apple Pay, and 3% if you buy something at an Apple store. So, you know, if you're buying a new Mac uh, laptop for $3,000, which could be, you know, you that right there you could save 90 bucks and they give it to you in cash. So, or you can go to a friend and give them the cash and have them buy it for you. Well, I'm there sure, you Mark, go. you'd do that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you can do that. But So let me tell you a little bit about the Apple card. The process for getting the card is spectacular. 
when you go on, and they just rolled it out to everybody. They had, a, like, for about a week, they had a test where if you signed up a couple of months ago, you got it first. So it appears in your, what they call the wallet on your iPhone. And your wallet is the place that you can put, you know, multiple different things, credit cards and point cards and movie cards and things like that. So it stores all those in your wallet. Inside the wallet, there's a thing that says Apple Card. Do you want to add it? You click on the Apple Card. You then put in your name. The last four digits, your social security number, and how much money you make. I kid you not, within 30 seconds, it was approved. And I've had this from other people as well, not just me. Literally, it's approved within 30 seconds. And then it automatically goes onto your iPhone. Uh, you get the physical, which I have to talk about, titanium card in about four days. Came very quickly. It's a beautiful card. Um, and But the method that you get your billing on is the second you've charged something, wherever you've gone, it pops up on your phone, says this is what was just charged. Here's what you earned on that dollar. Yeah, Here's but I how you get that bill. part on other credit cards. So that's Yeah, and, and there are alerts and things. It gives you a map of where you charged it. So if suddenly... You get a map that says you're in Wisconsin. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm in Los Angeles. I'm not in Wisconsin. So it actually shows you a, a directional map to go to where it is that you've given that. And then it gives you your bill, and you input your checking information, and the bill was paid at the end of the month. Uh, very efficient. Very good. Bad stuff. If And, Marsha, I think you came up with a story about losing your card. What happens? How do you uh, pay your well, bill? Well, first tell them about if you put it in a leather wallet, yeah. what happens. So th- this is this story has hit the Internet, and I have to say the best laid plans of Apple don't always work so well. So the this be- it's a beautiful card. I mean, it's white. Again, it's made of titanium, the only credit card whoopee to be made out of titanium. But they warned you, don't put it in your wallet, because if you put it in your wallet, the leather will rub up on the card and make the card look ugly. And by the way, don't put it in between another computer, I mean another credit card, because it'll scratch the card. This was not really well thought through. And don't so th- let it get near denim, because it gets the blue yes. from the jeans uh, as part of it, too. Correct. That, so so this was crazy. Now, I did see, a, I don't know if you saw this, Mark, but I did see a website that actually tested it, and nothing did actually happen to the card when it was in a wallet or it was on denim. I don't know how long it takes to do that. But then the kicker was you found a story about how do you pay your bill if you lose your card? Right. Yeah, so right. what was that? Yeah. Um, just... I- I look at all these things like because I couldn't log into my AT&T account for something and I couldn't pay the bill. I mean, there's just no way to pay the bill because if you're on, you know, electronic bill, you're kind of screwed. And it's kind of the same thing if you lose your phone because the phone is your key. This is like and I know zero about crypto. Okay. But I do know that you have a wallet, which is a virtual wallet where you keep your crypto and if you lose your computer, you're screwed. Right. Same thing with the Apple Card. You cannot pay until you get a new phone, recover your old one, but you'll right. still get a late payment charge. Well, you can't. There is. There actually is a way to do it. You can go on your iPad and do it if you if you have an iPad, and you can actually call Apple. They will then connect you with Goldman Sachs, who is the company that issues the card, and they will allow you to pay it online. But it's a lot of steps to pay a bill. Yeah, so, I'm. I'm a fan of a company that has, and I'll say it, American Express. Um, right. That's a platinum card. 
I pay yeah, it they're great. right online. They have an app. If, if yep. you lose it, you can do it. Same thing with Citibank. Same thing with Capital One. I do business with all those people. They're great people. Um, but you also, according to Apple Support, if you use the iPad, you still have to give your full name, date of birth, last four digits of your social, right. and your phone number in order to pay your frickin' bill. It's just, it's outrageous. It just, yeah, exactly. I think personally, um, they want too much data. And by the way, as long as we're talking about phones who want too much data, you know I've been testing out the new Samsung phones. Yeah. In order for me not to have their stupid standard background, I have to make some agreement to get new themes, which basically I'm giving away everything but my next firstborn child, my next born child. I mean, it's, right. it's ridiculous. And yeah. I refuse to click it for, for a bunch of themes. What are you kidding? I can go to the store and get themes that will probably suck my data. I just don't right. like all of these permissions. We need to stand up and say no more, really. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I forgot. I did forget to mention one thing on the Tesla story, which is there actually is a way to defeat that. And it's called pin to drive. It's uh, you sending a pin number. You have to actually enter a pin number before you drive the car, which is a little bit bizarre in itself. But apparently it's located in control, safety and security. And then you add a pin number. And that if you don't add the pin and don't know the pin, it won't allow the car to start. So you mean just kind of like people who have a court ordered, uh, they have to blow into something in order to yeah, start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is like that, exactly. Yeah, and Lovely. think about it if you've been very, drinking very and you shady. can't remember your yeah. pin number, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was that story. Uh, what is a Google Alert and why do we want one? Okay, this is a great idea. How sick – you and I used to talk about this, but we stopped talking about it because it really got scary and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, these websites – like PQ and uh, there's a hundred where you can look up people's addresses. Right. Right. And and they're all over the web and it's like whack-a-mole if you try and take them down. Yes. But if you want to take them under control, go to your Google alerts page and search your name and address, go search your name and address. Okay. In Google, in the Google alerts area, the site will show you a preview of the results um, if you get too many irrelevant results, put your street address or your name in quotes and click show options and then change how many from only the best results to all results and then click alert. So every time your name and address appears on the Internet, mm-hmm. you will get a notification and you can request go to the website and request that they take it down. If you donate to a political campaign, your name and address might turn up in a financial disclosure document on a government website. Yeah, Uh, another reason not to donate to politics because it shows up and you can't pull those down because it's government records. And this only uh, catches public records, not paid access databases as you and I have known. It's just, it's ridiculous. But... If if you want to give it a start, try with Google Alerts. Yeah, I think it's a great idea, and it, it, it's it's almost akin to our uh, uh, the no, what is the one we use for security? I just went blank on the name. Our credit card 
LifeLock. Uh, uh, life, LifeLock. Yeah, kind of okay. LifeLock, kind of the same principle of LifeLock okay. and alerts. Okay, uh, the short story about you've been drinking microplastic chips and all your stuff, don't worry about Delicious. it, it'll kill you. You'll probably just poop it out the other end. So oh, we great. got that story done. <laughs> That's it? We That's the whole so, story? Yeah, we have stuff about solar, which is so interesting that we have to share it. All right, so go ahead. I have to say, so this is our solar 15 minutes, and we're going to yeah. make it fast. Okay. So the French, three years ago, installed a half mile of a solar road. You know, there right. were brass bands. They were all patting each other on the back. Yeah. Um, consisted of 2,800 photovoltaics panels. And, boy, this was going to power the whole rural city right near it. And it's going to be fabulous. And, and it was called the Wattway. And, wow. Except... The engineers of the project didn't think about tractors that would run over it or semi-trucks or anything. Um, And it seems that the resin coating was strong enough to keep a big big rig from crushing panels. It seems that driving over it generates so much noise that the locals required the the road speed limit to be lowered to 43 miles an hour. And, and then the solar panels started to peel off the road, and many splinters with enamel resin <laughs> were all over everywhere. Uh, the project cost the French government five million five hundred forty-six thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. And we sh- why don't we look at the end game? Why don't we do testing? You know, like they do on medication. You know, let's test this for a year and see if it's really going to work. Mm. Right. Well, they spent, wasted all that money, and A, it doesn't work, and B, it was a waste of money. And I, and I was trying to read through the story. So apparently the, the plan was for this to generate household solar, I guess, electricity. Right, household solar because it was out in the country. Right. So, you know, for the rural community so they didn't have to put a – a big, you know, big uh, electrical plant. Yeah. You know, it's it's very interesting in talking about solar. And this just came up the other day because I've talked about solar for years, not telling you necessarily to get it or not to get it. We just talked about the story because I did it five years ago. And my son, who lives three houses away from me, um, was over at the house the other day, and our electric bill was sitting out. And he goes, how is your electric bill so inexpensive? And he said, well, you know, I said, we have solar, and, and it didn't include what we have to pay the lease every month. So, so that right. number was on there. With the lease payment and when I, you know, the generation, he was almost five times the amount of his bill that we Well, because your son is sitting around at home ordering from DoorDash. What the he, hey? Well, watching TV yeah. all day. I mean, his house <laughs> is bigger than ours, so, you know, that's part of it. And he has a two-story. We have a one-story. So that's yep. part of it. But the fact that it was literally almost five times the amount – I guess I've been, you know, kind of complaining about I don't see the savings here, but you know, we've had some hot days in LA recently and it was Well, does it, your the, son have children? Uh older children. Older but the than, point they, is yes. they live at home. They live at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. They have yeah. Yeah, you're they have one you more and person your wife for God's sakes. Well, it's only one more And your more wife is so green and your wife is so good on energy. She is. And you're the only one who uses energy and you're never home. 
So, well, no, she yeah. uses she uses the air conditioning. So she if she's in, you know, she's hot all the time. So we always have the air conditioning running on one or the other side of the house. But our house has probably most houses. We have two units, one to control one side of the house, one to control the other side of the house. So but our air conditioning is pretty much running 24 seven during the summer and one or the other side. Of the yeah, house. you keep your house. Cold. Did you see those thermostat recommendations? Yeah, was it 79 or 78 or something? 83. I, 83, yeah. I don't know. We we'll keep talk ours about at 74. Our thermostat is set at 74 during the winter, uh, summer rather. So, yeah, okay. so we're blowing all day long. So we are using a lot of power. And uh, so I guess the solar is doing better than I actually thought it was going to. So I well, don't know. There you go. But so we'll anyway, it, it doesn't work for everybody. Nope. You know, it, it's, and you have to and have, have sun have exposure. Really and, yeah. And you have to be sure you're with a good company, which you might yep. think, you know, would might be Solar City. You might yeah, think that, know. you know, the company owned by Tesla. Oh, right. Oh, oh yeah. What might, about that story? You might think that. Well, it seems <clears throat> that Walmart has had, they have uh, Solar City panels on all their stores. Okay. And it seems so far seven have caught fire. <laughs> That's not a good thing. And they are suing Tesla. Oh, that's a problem. And they want all of them removed, all solar installations removed from all 240 wow. um, Walmart stores. And then, as long as that's happening, mm-hmm. Amazon <laughs> seems to have Tesla solar panels on Uh-oh. their warehouses. Yeah. And... Uh, Three days after Walmart dropped the bo- the lawsuit against Tesla, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon had a fire. <laughs> there were eleven Amazon sites generation generating wow. energy, and I don't know what's going to happen with Amazon. But you, thank God, your house isn't caught on fire. Isn't this ridiculous? I mean, yeah, seriously ridiculous. Um. Uh, I mean, it's insane. It's just how they're supposedly, according to Walmart, uh, they weren't monitoring them correctly when the people came out to check them. They weren't qualified. They said, you know, probably the guy in our electrical department could do better. So there you go. Well, you know, that was we talked about this just a couple of weeks ago when, when we talked about that I was considering putting the Tesla batteries to store yep. the solar energy, and I said, no, no. Uh, let's skip that for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm afraid it's going to blow up. And and this was long before any of this stuff happened, so I'm clearly a genius when I decided not to do that. You're a um, genius. You're a I genius, am, yeah. Mark. Yes, I definitely am. And, uh, and then Tesla last year, to cover their tracks, initiated mm-hmm. Project Titan, which was a stealth nationwide program to replace solar panel parts that could cause fires. Uh, so they knew about this. They knew yeah, this was going to happen. <laughs> okay, buy the week coming up and lots of good stuff. Don't go away. I'm going to be tweeting this story because it's great. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen and Kurt Boothman and Wade on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices 
or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding. And additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 